Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's let's go. Let's 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 go. Let's go. So, what are the benefits? I ask you, what are the benefits? What are the benefits? That's what we want to know. What are the benefits? What really are the benefits? It's the name of the game. What are the benefits? How does it benefit me? What are the benefits? That's what we want to know. What are the benefits? And so today, I'm going to chat a little bit about what are the benefits of being honest. What are the benefits? What are the benefits? What are the benefits of being honest? Honestly, honesty, honestly, honesty is the number one thing that we need. What are the benefits? What are the benefits? What are the benefits? Hey, what's up, Robbie? Sitting over here going live on Facebook or live on Facebook. What's up, Facebook family? The question, what are the benefits? And as I dial my friends up, we're going to start talking about that. What are the benefits in this thing that we call honesty? Honestly, why do you want to be honest in the first place, G? Why? (laughs) It's always the question. And really, the answer lies in social benefits and how it benefits you as a person to be honest to you. What are the benefits? So while I'm doing this, I want to say to my Facebook family, in the words of Edifly, let me see if Edifly is around today. In the words of Edifly, the Detroit native, what up, y'all? <laughs> what up, though? <laughs> At the strop? What up, though? Okay, I just, you just, like, Heather, you just came in while I was doing my, uh, my best to date at a fly uh, uh, impression. <clears throat> Try it again. <laughs> In the words of the great at a fly Detroit native, what up, though? What up, though? <laughs> what up, though? <laughs> How you be, Heather? How you be? Man, <laughs> so good. Yes, yes. Yes. That's How are you doing? Up. I'm doing pretty good. I'm getting ready for a really fun weekend. And um, of course, another day to hang out, another day to another opportunity to just do this thing called life and just have fun doing it. You know, be the, yeah. des- the designer of my day. You know what I mean? Love that designer of my day. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's so dope. <laughs> Have you ever heard of uh, optimistic nihilism before? Um, I no, I haven't, but I may have read. Uh, did you post something about it? Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's where I saw it from. But yeah, no, I I haven't heard of it before. Before I saw your post. Okay. This is cool. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a a quick definition. Let me let me. Let me dial a few more peeps. I'm going to give you a quick definition. And I, I'm curious okay. how it resonates with you because, <clears throat> uh, so, you know, going through this 15 uh, 
traits, 15 magnetic traits, uh, magnetic personality traits. I got to, let's see, which one was this one? I got to optimism. You know, talking about like, I was reading the article, the article was talking about how, you know, optimism is one of the key traits for a magnetic personality, you know, also being authentic, you know, a bunch of other things. So anyway, I looked that up and I came, I looked up a video because I wanted to find like a TED talk or just something that just took it all the way back to the root of optimism, the power of it, what it is, blah, blah, blah. And I saw a video that said optimistic nihilism. I clicked on it, watched the video right here on the show. It was damn near in tears because I was like, oh my gosh, this right here has been, ex this right here explains everything that I have thought, believed, shared, like as far as how I looked at life and how life stacked up. Um, and I just, anytime somebody asked me, I would just have to sit down and like hash it all out. But I didn't realize that we came up with a term for it. So yeah, it kind of blew my mind. And so let me tell you, let's see, let me tell you what the definition is. All right, optimistic nihilism views the belief that there's no underlying meaning to life from a perspective of hope, but the optimistic nihilist looks at a world uh, lacking meaning and purpose and sees the opportunity to create their own. Optimistic nihilism can be an incredibly powerful belief. And this one part here, it mentions something about like, I love the way it phrased it. It was like an artist, like it was like, an artist getting the opportunity to take a canvas, you know, and take their paints and be the designer of their day, designer of their life, designer of love it. Oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Yes. I, that resonates with me. Yes. yes. <laughs> I love it. And that's amazing. I'm telling you, <laughs> not by simply being happier, but by practicing self care like exercising, meditating, cultivating love and relationships and getting a good night's sleep, etc. You are free to make your own meaning and discover what makes you happy. Um, and I have a, a little uh, canvas behind me. And I don't know if you've seen this before, but for everybody hanging out on Facebook, this right here was like the first canvas that I created in my new Aaron Hill Sentiments um, series. And it's just a picture of me. Um, side profile. I was at one of my street serenades and I put one of my um, original quotes on here and it's you define your purpose. It isn't predetermined. And my whole deal with that was like, <clears throat> you know, as I've, I've been a person who, you know, has believed that it was predetermined before, but as I've come through, you know, and learn different things and study different things, I'm looking at life I'm like, Oh, I see what this thing is. We get the opportunity to create and depending on what choice you make depends on like what you know what direction you're going or the choices that were made for you blah 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 like it's a co-creation and i thought about it, i said so what this really means is that all of us are making all of us are designing our lives like all of us are literally painting and drawing our lives the only difference is is awareness whether a you know that or not and then the other side is just how you believe it stacked up. So whether you believe you're just walking out something that was like, it was, a, you're just, you're just walking through something that was already laid out. Or if you feel like you're designing either way, by making a choice, you're stroking the pen. 
by making a choice to follow through whatever you follow through with as far as your desires you know your, your passion your purpose and all this kind of thing whatever you whatever you follow through with is you stroking the pen whatever you follow through with is you taking the paintbrush and painting whatever you follow through with is you taking a crayon and coloring it's like it's 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 like no way to not design your life it's just whether you are aware of it or not or whether your thought is that you're just walking out something that was already pre-recorded already laid out or you believe you're just like you're you're orchestrating it but either way you're making a choice to do whatever you do have you come to that conclusion so you're ultimately designing it period yeah i mean <laughs> i love that <laughs> <laughs> it's so that interesting so, <laughs> so this uh this article, in fact, this first article that I found when I looked it up, the next piece of it says embracing the absurd. And it says optimistic nihilism deals with the existential concept of the absurd. Human beings naturally seek meaning, but we live in a world uh, with no innate meaning. We're tiny creatures that live only briefly compared to the universe too epically large or old for our brains to comprehend. The friction between incongruous concepts like these creates a dilemma, which we call the absurd. To resolve the absurd, optimistic nihilism advise us to accept it. It embraces the feeling of surrender. There are many things in life that we cannot control, and the optimistic nihilist is grateful for this. It narrows down what we have to worry about. I'm like, wow. I, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Wow. Okay. So here's here's the last two parts. It's like it's like four sentences. The next part says giving up control. The more you believe you have control over something, the more you identify with it. And I'm even add on that the more you become overly attached to it. When you think you have no choice or um whether or not to be depressed. This one is talking about this article was can optimistic nihilism help combat depression? Um and it says in fact, let me read this because this will give a little bit more intro. Let me backtrack just for a second. You may be already familiar with the idea of nihilism, the belief that there's no intrinsic meaning. Um, you may also be wondering how this seemingly depressing philosophy, seemingly depressing, could combat depression rather than amplifying it. Similarly, using optimism to resist depression's pull sounds like a twist on the false aphorism to, quote unquote, just be happier. If you decided to continue reading despite your skepticism, you possess the curious mind that you'll need for this article. In describing optimistic nihilism, we'll be touching upon philosophical topics, so please put on your philosophy hats. All right, and then I read the first part. Okay, so it says surrendering. This was the giving up control. And this is what many of us believe. It's just, I feel like this puts it into more like honest perspective. Uh, yeah. So it's like surrendering doesn't mean giving it control or giving up it means yeah. you embrace the fact that this is what it is and in this case um, they're talking about life in general and then they were also responding to depression they were saying it means you embrace the fact that this will be a part of your life paradoxically by doing that the less you try to control it that way or deny it that it's a thing the more control you have over your life and then the conclusion is that optimistic nihilism isn't a cure for depression. It's a way of looking at upsetting concepts like death or other life's inevitables with a more accepting attitude. 
You can't choose whether or not to be depressed, but you can choose how you wish to mitigate it. The fact that you don't have complete control can be scary, but it also sets you free. It allows you to focus on what matters and what matters can be whatever you want it to be. I'm like, this summed up my whole, the, okay. Yes. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like the shortest way yes. I've been able to ever say it is my religion is acceptance over expectation. And it was yes. literally because of this. Shoo. Man, oh man. So, yeah. Oh, beautiful. Yes. You know what I mean? I can't believe I've never heard of this before. <laughs> you know there's so many things out there and it's yeah. just yeah i was i like there's a video in fact i'll um i'll see if i can uh, share it with you heather i'll share it with you maybe uh your dm the um the optimistic nihilism video the, it put it into like six minutes and i was like oh my gosh oh i'm excited right <laughs> but other than that heather what's happening with you how are you feeling I'm feeling great. I started Pilates back up this Yay. past weekend. Yeah, so I've been going every morning, and nice. it's just been, it's so good to get back in there. Right. I can only imagine. Yes. I can only oh. imagine. You know, that's really how I felt this <coughs> this week. Like this was this week was the first week that I got back into my uh, my yoga meditation and stretching. Um, you know, I'm that like became my everyday thing you know 2019 to 2021 and you know how you have your dips and what have you and man i got back on my flow this week oh my gosh i was like motherfucker if you ever miss a day again <laughs> i'm like if you miss a day again you will need a self-care session to help you to recover from not having your self-care session because <laughs> like oh man yeah I, it just it's one it's one of those things though that i don't mind because it is the process of like even becoming more appreciative or connected to those things right and you know absence makes the heart grow fonder you know you appreciate things more it just you know the contrast helps you to understand things better and all of that other emotional intelligence bullshit you know and <laughs> you know so yeah it's all good it is all good well i know you're enjoying your your three-week vacay before we get back to the grind you know educationally so and I'm so glad that uh, to just hear your voice and yeah, likewise. Yeah, yeah. So that's what's up. Well, we're gonna actually hang out here until about 2 p.m. I wanna do a cool. quick refresh of this, the room and say what's up to T. What's, what's up, T? What's happening, family? If you'd like to come up, T, we'd love to say hey to you. Heather, I see you on Facebook. Heather, it's jam. <laughs> and um, everybody else hanging out on Facebook, thank you so much for hanging out. We're about to get into this fun conversation about the power of honesty. You know, um, magnetic personality. You know, we are. Yeah, it's it's something that for me is fun because it's been really affirming really really affirming learning about these personality traits and so 
today I went through the list and I was like, okay, which one do I want to go down the rabbit hole of next? Which trait? And looked at um, honesty and I was like, yeah, let's get it. Honesty, honesty, honesty. Let's talk about it. So as always, I looked up an article and uh, I'm going to actually read this article and we're going to chop it up about it. So thank you all so much for hanging out and for everybody that's hanging out on Facebook. Oh, wait a minute. It looks like my live video ended. Let's see here. For everybody that's hanging out on Facebook, uh, drop a line and also download Clubhouse. If you haven't already, definitely download this here app, Clubhouse, um, which is honestly the best thing since sliced bread is telephone 2.0. Ashma, how are you? Good day, good day, good day. And come on over, uh, Facebook family, at Aaron Hill TV on Clubhouse. Okay, honesty. I want to know what it means to you. So before I jump in, I want to open up the uh, floor again. If there's anyone who would like to come to the stage, by all means, I would love to say hey, check in and see how you are. And then we're going to hang out and talk about honesty. Let's get it. Deshaun, what's happening, family? Hey, Ashma, how are you? Hey, how are you? I'm good. I'm doing well. Have you had a good week so far? Yes, that's, I guess. That's good. That's good. That's good. Well, it's good to see you here today. I thank you so much for stopping by. Um, okay, I was here a long time ago. Yes, I remember. Okay. <laughs> how have you been? Uh, I'm doing fantastic. You know, life has been good. I've been continuing to um, stay well through this time and find ways to, you know, to be happy. You know, um, one of the ways is that I've done 140 outdoor concerts since the pandemic started um, and been taking my piano all around the community. So that has made me happy. Um, yeah, and I just... I just been doing well, continuing to learn and grow, continuing to try to be better every day. Uh, and yeah, my things are going well. <laughs> Thank you for asking. <laughs> I also want to say hey to Deshaun. What's happening, family? If you'd like to come to the stage, broski, all you got to do is throw up a wave by all means. And if not, if you're taking over the world in your background, I hope you're doing well. Thanks so much as always for hanging out. All right, the power of honesty. The power of honesty. All right, let's get into this. The power of honesty. So when you look up the definition of honesty, let me see if I can take it back. This morning I looked at why honesty is important as well as the power of honesty. Found a couple of articles. I'm actually going to go through one. But when we look at the definition, it says honesty is a facet of moral character that connotes positive and virtuous attributes such as integrity, truthfulness, straightforwardness, including straightforwardness of conduct, along with the absence of lying, cheating, theft, etc. Honesty also involves being trustworthy, loyal, fair and sincere. All right, so that's a short wiki. And most of us feel like honesty is the best policy. Now, one fun thing about this conversation that I'm looking forward to 
chatting about is do you ever feel like there are times when honesty isn't the best policy and the fun thing about that is that if if the answer is yes then that would mean that you were actually being honest in the moment it's just that you were being honest with yourself about the fact that you couldn't quite be honest with someone else in that moment maybe because too much was at stake maybe because you needed to wait another time and you couldn't explain it to like who knows what they what it might be but i'm curious if you've ever felt that um and if you ever feel like there's a place where honesty isn't the best policy all right so let's see let's look at let's look at let's see which one do i want to go first with to be honest five reasons why honesty is important let's start there almost everyone has been hurt at some point because of a secret a distorted truth a lie and or the discovery of something that should have been talked about openly dishonesty hurts because it undermines the relationship breaks the trust and it's the opposite of intimacy that means that instead of feeling secure in the fact that you know the other person and are known by them in turn you now have doubts about them and no longer feel totally safe in a relationship being honest isn't always easy otherwise we do it all the time but there are five main reasons why honesty is important number one without honesty there's no foundation for a lasting or enjoyable relationship in any context whether that be a family member friend or romantic interest honesty honestly <laughs> is a voice for those that builds trust without it even i love you becomes a lie in itself and there's no real security in that relationship number two people can't read your mind being honest doesn't just mean telling the truth about factual information but also about the way that you're feeling if you were hurt by someone I'm sorry, if you were hurt by something someone did, they might not even realize it unless you are honest about it with the fact of, with the, uh, fact of how it affected you. If instead you hide the way you feel, then you become disempowered and you disempower the other person from doing something about the problem and you refuse the relationship the opportunity to grow. They may also feel hurt if they realize you were upset with them but said nothing. Or if they know nothing, I'm sorry, if they if they know you're not being honest with them about the way you feel. All of this festers and damages the relationship. While on the other hand, being honest about your feelings can bring healing, solve a problem, renew hope, and foster good communication. I tell you, family, it's hard, but in the end, you realize that it actually winds up working out for the better, even if it's not pretty at the time when you're being honest. Sometimes you just have to accept that and know that on the back end or in the macro that it would actually work out for the better. Number three, when people don't know the truth, they will try and guess it. 
That is, not being honest about something causes people to try and figure out what you're not saying or what the truth actually is. This breeds gossip, and I'm even throwing this in there. It also instigates misunderstanding and misrepresentation, which can then foster more lies and deception that other people may mistake as truth. Finally, this causes many more people to feel hurt and betrayed when the truth is finally revealed, all of which could be avoided if honesty was applied in the first instance. This is powerful. I'm loving this article already. I'm it's very yeah. you know what I mean, Heather? Yes. Join this on point. It's it's very succinct and it's it's really nailing um the reasons why honesty is so important. So so important. Alright, before I go on, let's see. We are we're on number four. Okay, we only got two more. Let me I'll go ahead and read it and then we'll jump into conversation around it. So Number four, people are usually more hurt by the concealment of the truth than by the truth itself. Some people lie because they're afraid that the truth will get them in trouble or cause another pain. But more often than not, while the truth may be painful, it is still usually less painful when delivered honestly than when it is wrapped in deception. Holding back on it or lying to cover it up only causes people to feel betrayed as well as hurt. And then to question why you weren't just honest with them in the first place. Mm. You know, I like this. I, this is one fun thing about like reading and studying, because like no matter how much you are familiar with a subject, it's always fun, like pulling back the layers where you hear things in a new way, you know, or you hear things you never heard before put in a way where it's like, wow, that really resonates. I really learned something. So here's the last one. Number five, being honest improves the relationship and saves us from having to live a lie. Because that's the one thing about lies. You know, the biggest problem with lying is that once you start lying, you have to keep lying in order to cover up the first lie. And then you get to a point where you have to almost damn near believe it yourself to keep it going. <laughs> and then in addition to believing it yourself to keeping it going, it becomes harder and harder and harder to actually tell the truth the farther you go down that hole. Because there's more at stake, like you really screwed up somebody's life. You really cause somebody some something to lose an opportunity that it had you told the truth sooner even if it wasn't at the time but if you told it sooner it would have just cleared up so many things it would allow so many people to let go forgive to move on to now be in the know which would help them like we we really are robbing people of their ability to make decisions or to choose how they feel in relationship to the truth and I'm saying that having done it myself. And even when I did it, I and even to this day, like even right now, I still feel like. <sighs> but that's only because I'm thinking about the worst case scenario. Um, and I just so happen to believe that it's true that it would have gone that way. Now, again, it still doesn't mean I'm happy about the fact that I lied, but it still lets me know, like, 
yeah it's this is a really tough thing it can be a really tough thing at times and you know but it's important to think about these things so that you can really really know those times when it's better to tell the truth you can go ahead and do that and not damage the situation more than help it all right so now we're wrapping this up right here number five again being honest improves the relationship and saves us from having to live a lie lies rarely come on their own one will usually be needed to cover another until it spirals out of control this becomes complicated for the one who started it and confusing for the one receiving it more than that living a lie is hard ass work okay they didn't put ass in there but i put it it, it means not being yourself or enjoying relationships and that's not comfortable for anyone on the other hand while being honest about difficult situations may be uncomfortable at first it can be worked through the relationship is strengthened trust is built and love is deepened i tell you you know the one thing about this is that it really does speak to me about is there are some things that even when they're done and over with it actually like those last three things it said the relationship is strengthened trust is trust is built and love is deepened there are some things that going back to even unpack them would actually even benefit that even though it's over with and water under the bridge so to speak just because a person may say you know what you didn't have to do that so therefore like you know and the relationship is strengthened trust is built love is deepened and the person might be like that that did hurt and wow but wow so the pros could weigh out the outweigh the cons there are the, there are other situations where the cons can weigh out the, can outweigh the pros and you do have to be mindful of that if you know that someone is going to do something physically abusive to you if you tell them the truth don't fucking tell them the truth and that's just it and i'm saying that like yeah you have to you have to know how to navigate that because again you got to know what other people can handle what they can't it's just that you have to also be open at times that you may just be you may just be assuming the wrong assumption and it might not go bad you know so you know let's just have some flow last sentence and then we're going to jump on into conversation the best relationships are the ones with honesty it may mean difficult talks and awkward confrontations but being honest also means better relationships with others and with yourself and on that tip family let's rap about it let's say what's up to deshaun what's happening deshaun yo yo what up what up um i'm just getting everything situated for my master class i'm hosting and for my two speaking events that i'm hosting yes sir september and october <laughs> nice fam you know i'm excited about that broski <laughs> that's what's up man so the power of honesty man i know you just popped in but i know you probably got a chance to at least hear a few words does it does it bring does it resonate anything to the surface for you yeah so you know i'm um, honesty i tell you best policy but phew. yeah this thing takes work 
Okay, so, um, yeah, I'm glad my business debit card came. Um, nice. But I hope that's what it is, not a bill. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, when it comes to power honesty, and that's definitely something that I'm really into. Yeah. Because I'm going to be honest about everything. And I believe that's why most people hate me as a coach. Mm -hmm. Because I I did hear when you said, when you lie, like, when you when you try to tell somebody what they what they want to hear right. instead of what they need to hear it literally takes you so much time and so much energy right from you to try to figure out what it is that you want to try to figure out what it is that they want to hear mm-hmm. instead of what they need to hear and as a coach i've always told them you know I don't I don't kiss ass. I, right. I'm not this person that's going to tell you what you want to hear. I'm yeah. gonna be upfront. I'm gonna be bold about it. I'm gonna tell you what you need to hear. You like it, you like it, you, right. don't, you, don't, you don't, you don't. And it's like, well, you can't just tell everyone the truth. Okay, so why why would I lie to somebody? Mm. Like, why am I wasting my time right. lying to this other person? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, you got to break it to him easily. It's like, you know, people don't pay me between 300 to 2500 right, right. for me <laughs> to be, for me to be like, you know what, sweetie, this is what I think is wrong with you. No, it's you pay for what you get. So you get yeah. what you get and you don't pitch your fit. And I'm going to tell you like it is. So right, right. if I think you're making a dumbass decision, right. you've, you've paid me the 2500 So it. I'm going to tell you. And, you. and here's the thing. It's like you are free to disagree. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the truth. <laughs> you know what I mean, Sean? Like you are free right. to disagree. And, and that's so the that's, beauty of it. And like that's what I was talking about on my Instagram, my Facebook Live today. It's like, even though as a confidence and leadership coach, you know, I, it's not about what can I get out of. It's more of what can I teach you and what can you teach me? Because you, I may tell, I may teach you something that you don't agree with or that you don't take into consideration. Right. But at right. the same time, if you don't take that in consideration. Mm-hmm. That's on you. That's on you. That's your decision. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can. I can only teach you right. the strategies and the steps, mm-hmm. but it's your decision on if you're going to put them in place. I can lead if you to the water. Them. I can lead you to the water. Can't make your ass drink. <laughs> man, I love it, man. You know, it's funny. Um, hey, Lois, good to see you. It's funny because, you know, when I think about honesty, right, I I go back to my childhood. You know, my mom always taught me to be honest. You know, she definitely was a proponent of honesty, the best policy. And, you know, it helped me a whole lot to understand the benefits. When I hit 14 and I got into music, I started getting into the subjective realm of art. Right. And so (laughs) I kick into gear as a hip hop lyricist and I become an artist. And then at some point I'm in the midst of other artists. 
So the common question would be, hey, man, I want to let you hear something. Cool. And you pop the tape in because, of course, I'm an 80s baby. So <laughs> still talk about cassette tapes. <laughs> and I would listen to people's music. And then they would go, hey, man, what you think? And then the the uh, <laughs> the cloud would come over. I'd be like, oh, my gosh. Now, sometimes it was easy because sometimes shit was dope. And I'd be like, man, that was the best thing I heard since sliced bread. Other times it wasn't. And I didn't want to be mean. I didn't want to hurt their feelings. I wanted to encourage them. So sometimes it would come out and like, yeah, man, that was that's what's up right there, man. That was dope. And I didn't really feel that it was dope. So <laughs> I did this. Let's see. I started rapping when I was 14. So I did this probably from about 14 to say 17. That was my like thing. And and I felt pretty good about it because I was like, all right, like this person feels motivated to continue on. But then something happened when I was 17. I'm sitting down talking to my group and we were listening to something where someone wanted our feedback and we couldn't for the life of us tell them that it was good because we knew at that moment that if we didn't tell them the truth we weren't actually really helping them and we thought that we were helping them by telling them that was good in order to motivate them but then when the person goes forward and does something that may not be good then boom we aren't helping them the tough part though Deshaun and everybody else here was like sometimes things are so subjective that it's like you know it, it just falls into that place so here's what i wind up doing hey Marquetta, thanks for hanging out good day to you what i wound up saying was you know what from now on the most important thing that i can do is tell people exactly how i feel exactly the truth not try to sugarcoat it but do it with a smile do it with a positive attitude do it with positive intentions and trust that my intentions will show and that even though my words may be you know painful or hurtful because they don't want to hear that or because it's sensitive you know as they are or something like that they will appreciate me more for being honest with them than for telling them a lie and ever since that time that's exactly how it is exactly how it is and i tell you it has worked out so much because even when people don't like what you say when you're honest they will at least respect you for being honest and that go you don't need people to like you but you do need people to understand accept and respect how you feel even if that respect comes in the form of like them not talking to you and just letting you be and living your life but just not getting in your way hey you just gotta let it be so anyway Deshaun, i just wanted to say that because like yeah bro like <laughs> I definitely have learned the value of being unapologetically honest and I had to learn that my honesty didn't mean that I was being mean at all and then I was fine. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you this question. You ever saw the movie The Temptations? It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Alright, so you remember when before they became The Temptations they went into Motown Records right? and they was like um, Otis Williams and the and the Elgins right. and the woman's like like the wristwatch and she laughed <laughs> that I was like that was so disrespectful right because she just laughed at them yeah and 
when she came back out, she's like, Mr. Gordy said, y'all got to change y'all name. And right. they stood outside all day to get another name. Mm-hmm. And right. some of the names <laughs> that they came up with was, it was weird. Especially <laughs> when that blue said near the end. And I was like, mm, that, that was definitely not a good one. <laughs> but Paul was like, it has to be something that everybody wants. Mm-hmm. But you, but everyone can't get it. So that's how they end up getting the name of the Temptations. Wow. But if you remember, as they started releasing their songs, um, Barry Gordy would host meetings and was like, "Who all think this is a hit? Mm-hmm. Raise your hand." And nobody raised their hand. Mm-hmm. And then as they got better and better mm-hmm. more people started raising their hand right and i think that's definitely one of the issues that goes on in the today yeah because so many people are they don't want to follow the they want to follow the crowd and not be a leader right so when it comes to well you know i think you could do this better and then the person says, well, they told me, and I always get hit with that. Well, they told me, and I'm, look, I ain't your little friend, like, right. like my parents say, I ain't your little friend now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not them. I'm me, and I'm telling you what's wrong, and I'm trying to help you. Right. And that's, an, so many people are fine with being okay in their comfort zone, mm-hmm. or being around people who allow them to do things that should not be tolerated Mm. and one thing i have always said is if your friend if the people that you call your friends tolerates uh, what allows you to do things that should not be tolerated or should not be allowed those aren't your friends because if they were truly your friends they would tell you that you are wrong Mm -hmm. and that's where true honesty comes from because like TikTok is the worst when it comes to honesty because I, I just don't get on it that much <laughs> they, that's funny you said that because I actually feel well I know it's a lot you know I definitely know it's a lot of dishonest people on TikTok but I almost feel in the macro it's more honest than dishonest let me tell you what I mean though because when I think about honesty I think about levels right so yes you have telling truth and lie but then you have like you just being who you are and just being unapologetic about it, which is a level of honesty that's that's grander than the the thing that's that's you may be like living an actual life. I put a, 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 a Facebook post up. Let me see if I can find this real quick. Um, I said, oh, let me see here. Um, dishonest. No, honest liars. Let's see. Dishonest liars. Okay. I'm going to see if I can remember this. Uh, if I can't find the post so I can tell you my exact words. <clears throat> but I basically said, we don't, we don't believe. Damn, what did I say? We honest liars. We accept honest liars. We don't accept dishonest liars. <laughs> and what I was saying in, in saying that I added more to it, but I can't think 
Oh, let me see. Oh, I know how to do this. I know how to find this. Okay. My point was that there's levels to it. And what we respect is authenticity. Authenticity is a form of honesty. And being authentic means that even if you're being like authenticity isn't a good like it isn't tied to good traits or good personality or bad. It's just being real. So it's like if you are real about the fact that you are a scammer or some someone negative, like you're actually being honest. Just like if you're real about you being a positive person and a and a you know someone who's positively influencing people. So I think of TikTok as the world's most honest place because in order for you to press that red button and record anything, you have to be willing to actually be right there naked in your truth or in your bullshit. And that to me is a level of honesty that's just like, that's just, I think it's like, like I said, tied in with like authenticity because it doesn't speak to, those words don't speak to, to me, well, then again, you know, I know we use honesty more in a you know positive context, but I think you get what I'm saying, the, like the bigger picture. And I, and anyway, <laughs> Deshaun, jump on in, bro. What you, what you think, bro? So I definitely understand what you're saying. Um, so, um, and, but the reason why I said that it it wasn't me just like I guess it's some of the people that I've that showed stuff on my for you page or people right. I followed before because of other videos that I have liked. Mm-hmm. But it has like when when I see my homeboy cheating on his girlfriend and like he turns into Stevie Wonder. Right. And it's like when I see my when I see my homeboy girlfriend cheating on my homeboy and he got the phone calling his homeboy, I was like, Okay, right. Double standard. Right. That's not right. Right. But right. That's not honest. At the same time, I actually so at one point I have over thirteen point three thousand followers on TikTok. And at one point I had over sixty three thousand likes. Mm-hmm. I'm now back down to roughly thirteen hundred likes because I took all my videos pretty much and deleted them. You did took them down. Be- because I want, like, I've, like, they're not hidden enough. They are fully deleted because mm. I wanted to use my TikTok to promote what I do. Yeah. And it's hard to promote a business. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to show yourself in a business side mm-hmm. when if you scroll down my TikTok, you would see me doing thirst traps. You would see me, like, <laughs> you would see me dancing and like grinding to um, the songs like Pony and well, let me Tank t- Win We. Let me so. let, let me tell you something, Deshaun. Okay, Deshaun, how old are you? I am twenty three. Yes. All right. I love this. All right. So this is a Big Brother moment right here. Check this out, bro. What you just what you just said and how you felt. First of all, I I applaud you for doing that because that to be honest with yourself like that and to do that 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 was a big ass step bro so kudos to you on that now i gotta tell you something here's the interesting thing what you just did is exactly the story of my life and and my claim to fame so to speak 
it's the thing that allowed me to have at this point a global audience and to now be on my second business that I'm building that's like growing in a big way because to be honest what makes your business go deeper is people actually seeing you as a real person just like themselves because it makes you more relatable and contrary to 20 30 40 50 years ago now it works in your benefit for who you are to show up alongside it because it makes you real like real 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 it doesn't show a contradiction because if you what what i really noticed and this is this came from just me like doing it like 2007 i hit the scene boom and this I, it unfolded this way and i always had that dilemma like now don't get me wrong i mean of course there are certain like you know businesses where you might pull things in different directions in certain ways but when it comes to personal brands and when your brand is you the person it actually works in your favor now i don't have a lot of tiktok followers but that's just because i don't use tiktok for growing on tiktok i use tiktok for the video editor that kind of thing if you want to really see my following youtube you know um fruition music um it's seventy thousand there but the audience globally is like like definitely up in the half a million you know and it might be even more than that honestly at this point but my point is that the reason why i grew that way was because people see me as a relatable person in addition to the business so people enjoy seeing me have a good time because they're they're the same way they do the same things so i'm glad you made that decision because again it, the most important thing is to be honest with yourself and walk it out because the only way if if what i'm saying is tr like what i'm saying is true but if it if the same if you desire i'm sorry if you if you eventually feel like the same is for you and if it winds up being true for you as well then it would be exactly the contrast that you need to actually see it all the way through because you you know both sides of the coin as opposed to just one decision but i promise you bro that is actually the thing that works in your favor and that's why my content is the way that it is like if you look at my tiktok content you're gonna see everything together and if you and if you really look at my youtube content then it really shows like how it works but really i couldn't even show you how it really works because the <laughs> the real way that it shows up is behind the scenes in the form of like how people are supporting my journey financially how people are buying tracks like i've i've sold man i've sold at least a hundred million tracks worldwide because of what i'm telling you right now and i built a zero to six figure business from what i'm telling you right now so walk it out for sure but i just wanted to tell you that because that's as a as a brand a creative brand and marketing strategist and doing this you know plus consulting brands and that kind of thing it's the it's the literal number one topic that's that's on the table that i and my business partner wind up helping people with is actually infusing them both together and realizing that yeah of course you're gonna have some people that just don't like like but that's actually that's the beautiful thing because the most important thing you want is that sharp divide like how you have in your own just personal life where the people that like you absolutely love you and the people who you're not their cup of tea 
they just don't bother with you that means you're someone else's full course meal and those people go deeper with you so it winds up working in your favor and it's just because of the times we're in if we were 50 years ago then yeah because it's like we were in industries where they couldn't use you as a leadership coach and appreciate some of these other beautiful things about you that make you fun or make you happy or make you uh, influence other people in ways like businesses couldn't use that. So we just had to be one trick ponies, but not now, though. So it actually works in your favor. Give it a try. <laughs> oh, I, I most definitely have. So I I always said I was like the straight edge person. Right. Like that's that's what I was all through high school. I was the straight edge person. I was never gonna drink alcohol. I was never gonna smoke. Right. I was never gonna vape. Never do anything. <laughs> never, never get tattoos. I have nineteen tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> I vape. Um, I yes, drink. sir. I, I don't drink as much as I used to, but right. I drink. Um, <laughs> No, I dig and it so it I had spent a weekend with my family yeah. back in June and I forgot my vape at home. Well, I have a hand to mouth issue. Mm-hmm. And I believe and that's what I believe is the only reason why I still vape. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to break myself out of the habit. Yeah. Well because I left my vape at home, I was in McCormick, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. In an area where there was no store mm-hmm. for about 15 miles, I was like, you know what? I need something to smoke. And, I was, and I'm looking at my family like, you got a black and mild? It's like, yeah. Like, can I get one? Mm-hmm. They're like, he go to Hope. They're like, he go too. I was like, thank you. And so when we took pictures, like, at, at first I tried to hide it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then in one of the other pictures I was holding it mm-hmm. and it was in camera view and I was like you know what we need to retake that picture and I was like you know what the hell with the it hell because is. that's it if because the day that I pull out my my little Cuban cigar that I got here at the house mm-hmm. they gonna they gonna know anyway you already know smoke. <laughs> but if you watch my TikTok videos you see you see vape smoke lingering around somewhere mm-hmm. within it mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like so why hide it because if, if i'm doing coaching from my home mm-hmm. i'm going to be comfortable i'm going to have a cup that's it if i have moscato in it but i'm gonna I'm have a cup just saying and i'm gonna have my vape so i'm sitting here bro look i'm in front of the camera right now I got my vape right here. <laughs> I don't care about vaping on camera. Like, I, and of course, at first I was like, eh, do I want to, you know, and certain experiences I just might not. But like, it's now, what it is, is I'm being now so like intentional. And it's not, and my decisions aren't coming from fear of other people. They're just coming from just what do I want to do? Do I feel like doing this or not? You know, and, and I take things into consideration. Um, but I never, I try not, I try to make sure it's never based on me being fearful of someone else's judgment because honestly, it works the other way. Everybody is afraid of other people's judgment in some way. So the person that steps out in front and is like, I don't give a damn, 
is the person that other people are like damn that's what i'm that person i appreciate them because that's not easy to do and i'm trying to do that like you you know it becomes a thing now of course you know it works both ways like again this is not strapped to moral compasses so this shit could be good or not so good depending on whose hands is in or you know how you you know what kind of person you are where your heart is where your intention is but the main point i'm trying to make is yes right in agreement with you you know the more you be honest with yourself and be unapologetic about that in front of everyone else the more you find that it's actually empowering to other people i have people that's in my journey that listen to everything i say and they don't even make comments because they're just listening behind the scenes because they respect my opinion so much and that's even if they have a contrasting opinion like many people in my following have a contrasting view of religion and spirituality than i do and guess what i still have a whole bunch of friends and anybody who has decided to exit my life is cool like literally for anybody who has exited someone has come into my life who's actually more my tribe who i'm more their full course meal so boom now you know again i have empathy for people who might be in different scenarios where that doesn't pan out like that so well you know maybe the only people they have around them are the people that don't agree with their perspective and they gotta try to do what they can to just be taken care of and make it through so i have empathy but like yeah for those of us that are in situations more fortunate it's important for us to walk this honesty and authenticity thing out for ourselves and for those around us contrary to being a detriment it actually helps you it actually winds up getting you more respect um, people may not agree with what you say but they will be clear on how you feel and that works in your benefit because then you can just do what you need to do in life and not and not half-ass it or half-step it and that's where it is for me so I, I i always try to push the envelope i try to challenge myself to do even more uh things that i might usually be uh self-conscious about maybe in the past or that i could be or that i might be a little embarrassed about like i just do it on purpose so i can get it out the way and then i don't fear it anymore and it's just like let's let's rock <laughs> i want to open up the floor and see if there's anyone else um who would like to share their thoughts on that article um as far as top five reasons uh to be honest as well or just in general this whole honesty thing for you how it stacks up also want to say to my facebook family let me switch back on over thank y'all so much for hanging out i'm excited about today um because uh this evening got some good things happening so i'll share about soon and also this weekend um well i say this out the gate because i'm super excited about it tomorrow is street serenade 140 140 tomorrow be the 140th concert that i've done outdoors since may 28th 2020 during this pandemic and i'm excited so you tell me more about that but in the meantime between time there's one more thing i want to touch on with this honesty thing another article this one is short and this one is about being honest with yourself because that's where it starts in order to be honest with other people you got to be honest with yourself all right, here we go. Quick run through. Being honest with yourself is honestly sometimes harder than it sounds. It's it's said that the truth will set you free. 
sure we've been schooled about being honest but being honest with oneself is a different story being honest with yourself requires self-awareness and even courage it can sometimes be challenging to make contact with your truth and even harder to take action based on that truth honesty is a little threatening because it's so powerful it's also transformational matter of fact that right there is powerful because it says and again if we if we were being honest sometimes we're not ready for all the change that radical self-honesty can bring just got to pause for a quick second that makes me think about that statement that our fear is not that we're inadequate it's that we're powerful beyond measure sometimes honesty is tough because it really does equal a transformation that although we might be interested in and have thought about and have desired it may be scary to actually think about that change i deal with that every day myself like in different areas of my life and it takes pushing through it takes realizing that we settle in because that's a good trait to settle in like once you find something consistent you should have the trait of settling in but then when it's time to move then that settling in, you know, works counter. So you got to know how to be able to switch modes. Got to have the yin and the yang. So sometimes it's it's that it's powerful and transformational and in a good way. And we're, and we're scared of that when we're not being honest with ourselves. So what do we do instead of being honest with ourselves? We play little games with ourselves or minimize away our feelings. We might even convince ourselves of things that are absolutely not true in order to make peace with non-ideal circumstances over which we feel we have little influence or control. So we'll lie to ourselves. We might even convince ourselves we have less influence or control than we actually honestly do. These strategies to avoid being honest with ourselves are especially common when embracing the fullness of our power. I'm sorry, when embracing the fullness of our power feels scary. Honesty challenges us to take action and do courageous things in service of our own health and happiness. Honesty is hard. Honesty is elusive. It can be anxiety provoking. It can also be exhilarating. Being honest can be quite tricky in reality, whether we're being honest with ourselves or with others. But above all else, being self-aware and being honest with ourselves, whether or not we choose to act on our truth, is essential to our overall well-being and the quality of our lives and relationships because being honest with yourself is so important and so challenging i'm devoting this entire episode of the podcast to it <laughs> this person has on here um i've invited my colleague uh denver therapist and online life coach josephine marin to share her unique compassion and insight into why being honest honest with ourselves is crucial for growth no matter how uncomfortable it can get and some real world down-to-earth strategies to help you connect with the deepest truth i'm definitely going to click on that uh, podcast and listen um let's see why being honest with yourself is so important last part not being honest with ourselves can be a form of protection but it is essential to tune into ourselves without being self-aware and a connection to our core truth you can get involved in situations jobs relationships and more that are not good for you the worst thing is investing years or even decades of your life 
into something that is not truly meaningful or satisfying to your authentic self. I tell you, that is the story of my life, like avoiding that. Um, Josephine offers some suggestions to make radical self-honesty part of your daily practice. All right, that's about it for that. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. No, this is not it. <laughs> Let me. Okay, so there's another part here. Right before I do that, um, I just want to open up the floor. Is, any, is there anyone that'd like to share anything that's resonated so far? And then this next part is the first step to being honest with yourself. All right. So the first step to being honest with yourself is becoming aware of how you feel um, and to mindfully and non-judgmentally, same thing, begin observing your inner reactions. Hey, Miss Love, thanks for joining. That's the first step in being honest with yourself. It's not judging yourself and observing your inner reactions to the experience that you have. Notice how you think and feel. Noticing how you think and feel is the foundation's starting point for compiling information about yourself and truth. This is the thing that gives you data. So changes may happen later on, but what is important is to develop the ability to deserve to observe how you think and how you feel first. Knowing what is true. One of the trickiest things about truth is that it can be subjective. And that's what we were talking about earlier. What is true for someone else may not be true for you. And guess what? It doesn't have to be. It can be surprisingly easy to have our thoughts and feelings about what feels true for us tangled up with the perspectives and truths of others, especially people who are very important to you. We discuss many ways to identify what is your truth versus what is someone else's truth. We talk about this all the time. See, because that gets tough. First of all, when you when you are growing, depending on your caretakers, depending on their level of emotional intelligence and where they are, man, you can have some good truths and you can have some not good. So good truths that you have to actually have as your truth because you don't have a choice. You're, you're being raised by a caregiver who has a particular truth. And many times, whether we know it, whether we're aware of it or not, like whether our mindset is healthy or not. Many times we think it's healthy or we think it's the way to live life. So that becomes the truth of our children or that becomes the truth of those that we are caretaking because we train them in that or we enforce it on them. So that could be really tough. But as you get older and as you have the ability to make the distinction and to check in with yourself, you need to be able to check in and say, what is true for me and what is true for other parties? It's also true that your truth can change, like allow yourself that what was true for you at one point in life may not be true for you as you've grown and evolved. So remembering that truth is not a constant can help you compassionately and mindfully observe without judgment. What feels true for you now? So here's the reasons why it's hard to be honest with yourself sometimes. Number one, invalidating yourself and minimizing your experiences. <clears throat> These are things that can block you from being honest with yourself, invalidating yourself and minimizing your experiences, judging or criticizing yourself for your truth. 
feeling threatened or challenged by the truth can make us afraid to sit with our emotions and thoughts. Also feeling defensive or rejecting parts of ourselves that makes us feel guilty, ashamed or uncomfortable. Feeling pressured to take action on our truth instead of being patient and thoughtful. Fearing the consequences of our honesty for ourselves and for others. And last but certainly not least, going back to that first point again, fear of our own power and feeling anxious about what might happen if we trust ourselves and our feelings about what is true for us. I tell you that that one right there, that can be a mind fuck. <laughs> Cause you know, like you 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 feel like you know and you trust yourself, but then you're afraid of what might happen in doing that. We may discuss some other reasons to moving forward. Five, these are five takeaways. Hmm, I think about what it would feel or look like to not be honest with yourself. These are quotes. And to me, it seems like kind of walking around in the world with blinders on or where we're not fully experiencing everything that life has to offer. I agree with that. Um, here's another one. I think these are all from Josephine. I think that witnessing, I think the witnessing that somebody sharing or taking an interest in you and your experience uh, can be powerful. That can be so powerful. There's not a human being on this earth that hasn't had some growth opportunities. We're asking for progress, not perfection. That is true. That's why honesty is important. A way of thinking about being honest with ourselves is like not doing uh, <clears throat> is like not doing so as a disservice to who you are, that your needs and your values deserve to be tuned into. And then last but not least, the longer that we are dishonest with ourselves, the harder it is to change or to create change that was powerful i learned a lot from that all right so i want to open up the floor and if there's anyone who would like to share um, about the way that this article resonated with you in any way by all means <laughs> yeah so um the the part about being honest with yourself right it is very important um right but sometimes you know, it's easy to minimize things or not being honest with yourself and because you don't want to hurt someone else. Right. And so, you know, you may ignore red flags or right. it's that sort of thing. So, yes. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Yep. You said something powerful, you know. Hey, Hannah, thanks so much for hanging out. Sometimes in being and not being able to accept the truth you can miss out on red flags completely oh my gosh that's so that's so so true and you know it's so interesting because hannah in fact quick reset of the room we're talking about the power of honesty just finished reading the article and now we're just chopping it up about what it means to be honest with yourself um, it's one thing to be honest with others, but you can't actually be honest with others unless you're first honest with yourself because it has to come through you to get to someone else. And to be honest, just in life, period, you have to be honest with yourself in order to live you know, a productive and healthy life. So um, if you have any thoughts about that, we'd love uh, you're invited to the stage by all means, throw up a wave. And if not, if you're just enjoying this in the background, thank you so, so much for stopping by. So. The red flags part um, is really it's a real interesting thing. 
how what happens when you get to the point of finally being honest with yourself and then you have at the same moment that honesty of saying i knew that those red flags were red flags the whole time right isn't it interesting um and it all happens in one moment it's like all in one moment and it's interesting what gets you there because sometimes most times it's being sick and tired of being sick and tired in some form or fashion with ourselves or with others or with the scenario yes or or more red flags (laughs) or more red flags that's so true heather like when you get to the point where you can no longer actually just lie to yourself right 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 Mm. you know heather one of the other things that occurs to me in that same more red flags piece is like when i'm finally honest with myself that i can't blame another person for my unhappiness i can only blame myself for expecting things to change or for not looking at the evidence that's obviously there that's another real like absolutely right that's a sobering thing right or being afraid of change you know that's another reason you won't be honest some people aren't honest with themselves because they're afraid of change and you know Mm -hmm. so right now in my life i'm actually applying that when it comes to my living situation i need to move and so now i'm finally to the point where there's enough there's enough like unhappiness with my current situation to finally push me to the place of like making a move you know now here's the funny thing before that time it was like it wasn't so much that i was ignoring i was just trying to see where i was if it was that that was the case or was that i needed to make more make do and be grateful and you know all those things so there was a very conscious process in there of like not lying to myself but the process of being more and more honest with myself and yeah it's um i'm at least glad in looking at this process i'm at least glad that i went from there to here and it wasn't from lying to myself it was just from trying to see if what i was feeling made sense and then knowing at this point <laughs> that if I don't do anything about it, then I am definitely lying to myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Oh man. Is there any other way you could relate to this, Heather? And also Hannah, if you uh again uh just want to extend the invitation. If anything we're saying resonates with you and you'd like to share, by all means you're welcome. Uh hanging out here um at least another twenty to thirty minutes. I'm actually going to also play the piano in a bit um, for some nice, honest, open, improvisational vibes. <laughs> but Love um, it. Yeah. <laughs> but does this resonate anything else for you, Heather? Um, yeah, I just, uh, I think honestly, it is so important. And like right. you were saying earlier, in all areas of your life and your work relationships, your personal relationships, your family. Right. Um, I think it's just important to be straightforward with your intentions. Right. Um, have check-ins with your people. Right. 
um, work, personal, all of it, um, and set boundaries. Set and, boundaries. Wow. You know, and, and then I think you know once you have that established, yeah. then you know honesty comes a lot easier if it's hard for people or you know what I mean. I do. I really do. You know, I tell you that's so true. Um, it it continues to flow. It's one of those things where <clears throat> it's why I like practice in certain things where all you have to do is just give it a little effort and that's enough for it to get its own wheels turning and then flowing from there um you know there are pros and cons to being honest at every moment even though like we're saying here it's in general it's better to be honest but you have to be wise sometimes it's not even about being honest it's about timing that's another thing too right Sometimes it's not about being honest. It's about timing of when you're honest. And that could be tricky because you have to make sure that if you feel like it's another time that's better to be honest, that you're not, again, lying to yourself just to try to avoid. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) But there are times when you are wisely believing and understanding that, yeah, now it's just not a good time. Um. And then the other thing that I want to mention, too, that resonates for me is in this article, when they talked about the mindfulness, the non-judgmental aspect, another thing that helps us with being honest and making it easier is when we positively critique ourselves as opposed to harshly judging ourselves when we aren't honest. Yeah. You know what I mean? Positive self-talk every day. Yeah. <laughs> We need that reinforcement because otherwise then we are playing we're also being our own worst enemy and it may be other things that that is really making it hard for us to be honest but being harshly judgmental adds on to that in a negative way um and that's the thing you know if you can if you can forgive yourself for when you weren't honest if you could at least be like you know what this is why it was hard. Like I really didn't want this to happen or I was really afraid of this. Like I was legit afraid. Then <clears throat> yeah, it, it number one is just is healing. Number two, in other times when you need to be honest with yourself first, you you're able to be your own first aid instead of your own worst aid. And then from there, you can also when you're more secure in yourself cuz you're gentle with yourself, then you are all that you need in those cases when you need to be honest with another party and when it may cause instability for them you are stable enough to weather the storm and possibly even help them so yes not being harshly judgmental of yourself i think is another important key to being able to be honest um, with yourself and with others this is good this is good this is good all right so um at this point i want to uh i want to shift gears a little bit um in the same frame i want to take a a quick musical break um you know by all means i am i am mindful of time and that kind of thing so if you all have to head on out by all means is it's all love it's all love and uh facebook family in fact if you're not hanging with me on facebook and you'd like to i'm at aaron hill tv i'm live on facebook and you can look for the red and black um, profile pic 
and I'm getting ready to perform on the piano, so you'll get a chance to see that live as well. My piano is behind me and it's calling me, it's calling me. <laughs> and so what, one of the things I like to use the piano for um, is honesty. And that was one of the reasons why, you know, even though it's Friday and I usually do a musical moment on Friday, but when I think about honesty as it pertains to my music, I think about improvisation. I think about the fact that every time I play, I'm being my honest self, naked, out in front of everybody, to judge, to feel how they feel, to resonate with, or to, or to hate, or to not like. And I'm in such a secure place as an individual that it allows me to be in a secure place musically as well. And then as well as, you know, the practice that I've had over the years. So one of my most favorite places is just the honesty of improvisation. I love to like do shows where I don't have like the slightest idea what I'm getting ready to play until I touch down my fingers and just let it <laughs> come out. So with that, that's what we're getting ready to do and see what honesty will allow for in a moment. So again, I'm on Facebook at Aaron Hill TV and for everybody that's hanging out on Facebook. Thank you. I hope that you enjoy. And I honestly hope you like it. Few more seconds as my piano loads up. I don't know if y'all can hear my my dad's um, music in the background. That's where I get my musical taste from. <laughs> nice. He sounds like he's rocking like some some Lonnie Liston or something like that. Yeah. So I grew up. One of the things that I grew up with my uh, with my dad playing like all kinds of. Um, all kinds of music from different genres you know um my father one of the most beneficial things that my father did for us oh i see why it's not working duh it's not plugged up one of one of the things that my dad did um for us as kids that he didn't he didn't even realize the power of this as far as like it how it um fueled our imaginations but when he would listen to like classical music, my father would tell stories to classical music and paint pictures for us, you know, and just use the instrumentation to to elicit our imaginations. And it was one of the most fruitful things, one of the most nurturing things he could have done. All right. So here we go with some honest improvisation.
right. I felt that felt like a pretty good release to me. Sometimes I just really enjoy doing that to just really de-escalate. How did that feel, Heather? <laughs> that was beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so so much. And Hannah, I hope you enjoyed that too. And our Facebook family, what's going on, Ty? What's happening, Rich? Nice to see y'all, family. I hope that I see y'all on Monday, fam. It was a great time last week. Those that were at the session um, here in Baltimore. And for those that don't know, uh, every Monday night, 7.30 to 11, the session at Terra Cafe with Clarence Ward III. I'm a part of the house band there. It's a great time. If y'all ever slide through Baltimore, it's the place to be. Terra Cafe, Monday night jam session. And so, yeah. All right, that felt good. That was a good. That was a good de-escalating right there. I needed that. That was good. <laughs> so as we prepare for this day today, honesty, 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 is the name of the game today. My goal every day is to be more honest with myself. And um, the last thing you know that I think about with with this topic is sometimes you are you are in an in-between place where you're not lying to yourself but you don't know how you feel yet in order to be honest with yourself and honestly i guess that's the place where you arrive like i just the honest truth is that i don't know where i am or you know what have you um and so that part is really important self-compassion Self-compassion is the name of the game. It doesn't mean letting yourself off the hook. It means that you're not interested in punishing or demeaning yourself. And you're looking for ways to continually, constructively support yourself. It's about being honest, making amends, and taking each next opportunity to be able to keep working, to be more honest and do better. And so have self-compassion in the midst of your honesty. Be mindful of yourself. Remember that you're not alone. Everybody deals with this. It's a common human thing. You know, others are going through the same thing. We have a shared experience in that regard. And practice self-kindness. Realizing that it's the nature of life to have both joyful experiences and challenging and stressful experiences. Telling yourself it's okay. That you're doing the best you can. Just start again. It's the best way of introducing kindness to yourself into the equation. Being patient, forgiving, and empathetic to yourself goes a long way. Doesn't mean letting yourself off the hook. We're still accountability partners to ourselves. It's just that you're doing it in a realistic and constructive way as opposed to destructive way. So self-compassion is the thing that creates the emotional resilience and the presence to be honest and to deal with the challenges that will and the good things in life that we face every day so on that tip um i want to open up the floor one last time if there's anyone that would like to share anything about your experience of today um if you'd like to just say hey uh and those on facebook thanks for dropping a line um and anything else that this might resonate with you and also <clears throat> as always as i started this experience out with and we'll always continue to do it. I always want to check in to see if there is any place in any personal goal that I can 
and that we can together stand in accountability with you in order to just be your support you know and if you like to open up and be honest about it <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> any final thoughts um hannah heather and yes um i i also love the part that you started off with about mm-hmm. designing your day mm-hmm. and yes. uh, when i get up in the morning you know i've told you this before before i phone get out of bed right. you know i say what I'm grateful for, what I'm thankful for, what I appreciate. Right. Just right. a little positive self-talk and some meditation and right. being honest with myself. Right. Um, and just like, you know, when you get up the next day, it's a time to reset and yes. refresh. And so, yeah, and designing your day. And yes. now, now that's going to be my new thing, the designing my day that's going to be part of Yes. part of my morning ritual and i love it yes Thank yes, you for yes. That. oh man you're so welcome i love how my psychotherapy teacher um dr jeff zyg always talks about it. he says it's not about knowledge it's about realization um the way that we move through life successfully is that we have a whole lot of knowledge in our mind but there's only a certain amount of information that could be at that frontal cortex that could be in the forefront both literally and figuratively of your mind. Um, and that's whatever's needed to deal with the moment in front of us or however we're dealing with it. And so I love being able to bring things to realization that we already know. Um, and so, yes, I'm with your artistic self, Heather, you are, <laughs> you're designing, we're designing. And I love that you brought that forward because it does bring it back forward to me too, to keep remembering it. I am the designer of my day. I'm the designer of my life. And I can either be aware of that and keep that in my realization as much as possible and do things to keep it that way. Or I cannot be and just allow my life to just literally go without a driver behind a wheel while the gas is accelerating and going forward. Yes. <laughs> and together we are co-creators. Yes, we are co-creators. That is so true. I love the fact that you always tell the truth and that you're honest, you know. <laughs> Thank you. Likewise. <laughs> so, um, yes, that is that is that is so good. And I really thank you for those words. Um, I want to open up the floor, Hannah and T. Uh, before we close out the room, if you would like to say hello or if you would like to come up. Um, if so, I would love to say hello to you before we pop out. And if not, because you are busy, by all means, I hope that you enjoyed this experience. I hope that you did, um, honestly. (laughs) And so a couple more final things um, before we get out of here. First off, um, I'm getting ready to create the room for Monday. Um, And if you're able to hit the bell on it, it'll let you know the notifications for when it goes live. And other than that, this weekend, events for this weekend um please tune in family tomorrow if you're around on my facebook page aaron hill tv red and black um, profile picture 6 30 to 8 p.m eastern standard time street serenade 140 patterson park Um, for everybody in baltimore we'll be at the patterson park library all are invited and if you would like to get on my notification list so that way Instead of you finding out this way, you can just receive a quick um, message. Then shoot me a text at 
7641093669766 and uh yeah we're going to keep this thing going so that's about it family i want you all to have the most amazing weekend that you can have and keep being honest and thank you so so much for contributing to this honest conversation i've learned a lot and i feel that we have together as accountability partners in all things and today being accountable to each other around honesty heather it's always a pleasure heather yes always <laughs> And it's a pleasure getting to, getting to spend some of your vacation time with you here and there. <laughs> yes, I wish you a great weekend, um, Heather. And um, I look forward to seeing you again soon. For sure. Thank yeah. you. You yes. have an amazing weekend. So. Yes, yes. And I will tune in tomorrow. Yeah, let's get it. Thank you. Thank you for everything. You're so welcome. Hannah and T, much love to you. I hope that you have the greatest weekend that you can have. And I look forward to chatting with you again. All right, everybody. Be well. Take care. Be well. Bye. All right.